Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. We are really glad that you're with us today. And and Danny, I know you're glad that they're with us because it's your topic. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about it? I know the name of it. I do know Tell the name. us, Sam. What's the name Spiritual of Spiritual Eye Exam. I have that wow. one down now. I have the ears wow. to hear. Wow. Yes. If you don't know that reference, go listen to the first show, and you'll find out why. <laughs> but, Danny, tell us a little bit about this topic of Spiritual Eye Exam. Yeah, it just the thought occurred to me that, you know, how I see myself as opposed to how God sees me and the comparison between the two. So kind of a spiritual eye exam is, you know, what glasses am I looking through? when I'm examining myself. Well, you missed another player in the equation there. You just said you and God. Yeah. There's another person that tries to tell you how to see yourself. Oh, the enemy, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he screams loudly. Yeah, you go back to the old TV shows with the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other, and it's kind of who's screaming at you the loudest. Right? And they both look like you. That's kind they of do. scary. Yeah. It is kind of scary. Well, we, uh, we've had a great first show, and we're going to hopefully continue with stories and some great questions that Dan- Danny has. But first, Rodney, we have your clip that we'd like to set up. Yes, your clip made the cut this week. Miracles upon miracles. It is. It is. Your prayers are answered, my son. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stick to the – just <laughs> stick to the clip because there's some stuff from what you guys were talking about in the first show that's like, wow, kind of had a little, you know, revelation myself about identity and – what people well, say sure. speak into won't you share that then we can do the clip we got time okay well you guys were talking like you know here's here's what i hear which is bad but yet i'm better than that i'm i'm more than that right like the enemy says bad things well i was like thinking because even in my talk i was like okay well most of the time what people said to say about me my aunts my cousins my uncles my mom and dad my friends was generally really positive. I was well thought of. I, you know, I got in no trouble. I, you know, I was always kind of always praised for being adult when I was a kid and just always put a little higher than what I thought I was. I was sitting there thinking while you guys were in that, I was like, you were trying to tell me all along, but I wouldn't listen, right, Lord? That I, I was something that I wasn't thinking I was, which is a little opposite. So there's, if there's other people in that camp also that are like, yeah, I've had people say positive things about me, but I just wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't, the, the enemy and his lies and what the world says just wouldn't let me ever believe mm-hmm. that I was more than what I thought of myself. The other part of that is you're probably still wearing a mask, and so you can't feel yeah. the love through the mask. Yeah, when I look in the mirror, I see something completely different than what everybody else sees. Right, and now that yeah. God's helping you take that down, you can yeah. see, oh, that's really what was going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so in that vein of worldliness, because when this topic came up, that's where my mind went was, well, there's there's two sides. There's 
worldly and there's godly. And that's where even tonight I was just trying to make sure that is that where you really want to go with the topic, Danny? But, and where I went was, well, yeah, what, how do I see myself? Cause it's depends on what time of day and what the way the wind's blowing. And I, you know, what's the situation like you were saying earlier in the previous show. And so what I kind of concluded with was there's something worldly. So I just kind of looked up how I see myself or something like that. And next thing I saw was this Jordan Peterson clip. He was how you see yourself is his, he did a topic, I guess on it, but this was an excerpt from it. That was just a Q and a, and he just a little bit of him answering it. And you'll hear him go over a bunch of things. And every once in a while, he'll hit on a little nugget of truth. And most of the time, he's just kind of rambling about stuff. And a lot of people, you know, kind of end up idolizing this guy, you know, in a way that, oh, he's just so brilliant. But he just, he misses the truth. He gets really close. He swings, you know, he gets a little tangential touch to the truth. And he, he, hit, he hits on a little bit of nugget, but he goes off. So what happens in this clip is he's talking about how he's reacting to the question. And then he the thing that you're not going to hear in the clip is that he goes off about seeing a stack of different things before we get to that <laughs> you know we're all sitting there going if, if you've been around jim a little too much because tan's gentle <laughs> you don't know what a tangent is i know what a tangent is but i've never heard tan's gentle yeah okay if something you know swings by something and just barely greases by it and just hits it like a tangent that's okay, tang- that's tangential relationship. Then yeah. uh, uh, Jim knew I knew he'd know exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I was okay. just I want to be on okay. the same page. Tangent, okay. you got, but not tangential. The word okay. of the week brought to you by Jim Graham's encyclopedias. <laughs> <laughs> but in there, there's a point. So what he does at the end, he's talking about, you know, you're not going to get this. Like he's talking about a stack of. Bo- papers on your desk well he had a little diatribe about a stack of papers that i cut out of the middle of it but that's where he's like you you can't even face up to that but there's just as you listen to this you'll find some things that are a little bit of nuggets of truth and a bunch of stuff that's just somebody trying to explain something they don't know anything about in terms of potential well you'll discover a little bit more about your potential as you discover who you are especially the darker parts of yourself because then you discover your potential for mayhem There's some real utility in that. It's actually something that strengthens you because the first thing that a realization like that can in fact produce is the ambition to incorporate that dangerousness into a higher order personality. And that can make you implacable. That can make you someone who can say no when you need to say no. You know, that can make you someone who won't avoid necessary conflict. And so that's unbelievably useful. And so that's one of the potentials that you might discover. The other thing you do to discover your potential is to, well, you challenge yourself. You know, it's like rule four in my book, 12 Rules for Life, is compare yourself to who you were yesterday and not to who someone else is today. And that's kind of a good way to start this. It's like, well, take a bit of a look at yourself and think about what's not so good that you could improve that you should improve by your own standards and that you would improve, you know, and set yourself a little goal. It's a humble goal because really, are you such a coward that the best that you can bloody well manage after a month of avoidance is 15 seconds of exposure to a stack of paper? 
you know, it could easily be. You've been avoiding it. You're obviously afraid of it. And so the situation could be that dismal and dire. And you might think, well, geez, it's no bomb to my ego. It's no, it's not fostering the strength of my ego to recognize myself, someone who could only withstand 15 seconds of exposure to that thing I'm afraid of. And so that's a form of humility too. So in there, it's it's just interesting how, you know, like, okay, don't compare yourself to others is kind of what he said in there. It's like, yeah, that's right. We That's not how we really should live. We compare ourselves to God, and that's where we know really see who we really are. Mm-hmm. But then he talks about ego and other things. It's just, well, well, if all we're going to sit around and do is just puff up our own ego, that's not going to get us anywhere near truth. Mm-hmm. That's just going to take us right down what we were talking about earlier, like for me, which is me on a negative side and – other people, you know, getting brought down from the enemy too and others around them and society and stuff like that. You just, when you start listening to people just ramble on like I'm doing now and you get into just, oh, I can just keep talking and talking. I got stuff thrown out because he's got so much round around his head. People start thinking that's truth. And it's just, it's just a distance, long distance away from that. Yeah, there. A little bit of him goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, I do. It uh, there was that nugget in the middle, right? Right. I, and, I feel and, very implacable. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I I feel like I need a dictionary. <laughs> is what I feel like. Jim's Jim wants to say something. No, I want Danny to say something first. Danny, what'd you call it? It was the best off-air comment we've had today. What do we call when there's a word we don't know? It comes from Encyclopedia Jim Tanica. <laughs> That's right, Jim Tanica. <laughs> Well, I understood his words. Every once in a while, he went places that I didn't really want to follow and couldn't follow, but I was very impressed. So uh, help me with implacable. What is that? I don't know. Are you serious? I, I'm saying that. Yeah, I was going to say that. You're, you're confusing me. i got to focus on Andy right now. Okay. But well, what is you implacable? can't be moved. If it's implacable, Andy? It, well, <laughs> he can be moved. Yeah, um, Andy... I, I've always thought of you as a very bright guy, but this guy is highly intelligent. He knows more words than are useful, and I'm accused of that every once in a while. But he said, you know, at least half a dozen times. So you guys are in the same class. I love it. Thank you for bringing that up. Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Jim. So yeah. what is implacable? What is implacable? You're unmovable. Would be. Whoops. <laughs> I went, I, I went limp. I like it. I like the. I like the microphone. <laughs> yeah, it was it, lost your luster there. <clears throat> so, um, you want to go to his clip? Yeah, go to Andy. So his clip being Andy, I guess. If you can't see, who I'm pointing to Andy. What's your clip? Well, it's uh, a little bit less um, philosophical, I would say. No, it's from um, Kingdom of Heaven. And it's about the Crusades. It's about Balian. He's this young guy that um, has basically been drawn into battle. And uh, he meets up with his father, who's been off doing Crusades, and they didn't even really know one another. And they're at a camp together. And basically, the father leads him into battle training. And that's really what it is. And, I, you know, the point about where, well, I'll just talk about that when we get, get back. Yep. Pick it up. Let's see what you're made of. His hand is hurt, my lord. I once fought two days with an arrow through my testicle. (sighs) 
Never use a low guard. You fight well. Let's work on your skills. You take a high guard, like this. The Italians call it La Posta di Falcone, the guard of the hook. You strike from high, like this. Do it. Sword straighter. Come on. Leg back, bend your knees. Sword straighter. Defend yourself. Blade isn't the only part of a sword. Attack. So what I saw in the clip is, you know, when Danny said, how do you see yourself? You know, so for a long time I felt looked at myself as somebody that had been around the Christian faith for a long time, but I didn't really see myself as a warrior or somebody of, of strength. And I think, you know, it's like when the father came into my life and really became my father, the identity, you know, one of the names he, he gave me was from my given name, which is... Andrew, which means man, manly and strength, which I always felt I was had lacked. But you know, this and then, but before then, the first name I got at boot camp was Mighty Warrior, which to me I was like, I don't even know the context of that. You know, it was just getting initiated to boot camps and stuff, and and really that I just feel like that is where I'm at, where Balian was. He's being introduced to the father. And he's learning, just picking up the sword and learning how to swing it, how to keep it high, you know, how to use more than the sword, just the blade, you know, those kinds of things. And it's a work in progress. And, but that, you know, that there's things that I still fail at in battle, but there's also some successes that I've had since. So it's, it's, you know, I don't think we, anybody arrives. I think we're all, this is a journey that we'll continue on until we pass. But just the strength that I have that I didn't have from a father coming into my life to teach me how to battle. That's good. You know, I think the irony of that clip for me was I never heard it when or seen it when we were doing it. The father gives him the advice of never use a low guard. Yeah. But you think he would have used a low guard that would have helped him with that whole arrow <laughs> yeah, problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just saying. Maybe a low true. guard, optional low yeah, guard. Yeah, we yeah. didn't eat it when an arrow's coming yeah. that place. Maybe right the there. son should be teaching the father. <laughs> <in that> <laughs> Always use a low guard. I'm just saying always use a low guard. That would have been my advice. Anyway. That would, that would be a tangential, would it? It would be a tangential, impassable moment, I'm thinking. Tangential. Yeah. I can't spell either one of them, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So, Danny, you had some questions or question or well, a couple, you want to do. couple yeah. lead-in thoughts and and basically a question with a, with stories behind it if we can so think about the things you've thought and believed about yourself over the years and think about the things you know god has spoken to your life either through scripture through you know people because my life is glittered with with amazing people who have spoken and you know how do they compare and share a story relating to God coming after the true you. And interestingly enough, the other morning I was praying, and, you know, so often I wanted to be somebody else other than who I am. And even there's a there's a song by Jonathan Helser. It says, you know, I want the heart of Mary. I want the ears of Samuel. And, that kind of thing. and, and I was thinking about that song, and I thought so often I pray, I want to dig into Hebrew like Robbie. You know, I want to be the adventurous prayer warrior like Andy. 
But God, I think, just kind of led me into what about if you pray that I want to be what you designed me to be? I want to have the heart of Danny that God gave. I want to have the ears of Danny that you made and show me how to walk that life out. Mm-hmm. That's really good. It's really good. Anyone else have a thought on it? Well, actually, when when uh, Danny came out with that question, I just, that was a great question. And he hit us right before we went to the After Hours show, and I thought, gee, God, where have you come after me and who you think I am? And I'd been working on this recently, but he really hit me between the eyes with a new name that, that I had not realized, which is The Voice. Because when he originally called me to do the Christian Car Guy show, you know, I, I didn't do public speaking. I didn't really speak. Well, I spoke on occasion. But I remember the night when he came and I said, God, have, have you heard my voice? You know, people go to college to learn on the radio, <laughs> you know, to, to, to how to use their voice and that kind of stuff. I don't know that. And he was very clear. He said, trust me, you have the voice. I want the voice. And so as I was studying to do this Seder that Andy came in in the Herald last week, um, I came across this rabbi was teaching on why they pray their prayers in unison. You know, if you ever go to a Seder, all the people are praying the blessings all at the same time. And maybe you go to a church where people recite things. And he said, to God, your voice is a sapphire. You know, it's like that voice that you've been dying to hear, like he's dying to hear your voice. And so often when you pray silently, he would really like to hear your voice because he created it with a voice. And as I was sitting there thinking, man, God, you really like my voice. And, you know, sometimes when I pray in the car nowadays, I since I'm quoting the 119th Psalm, as Danny pointed out, <laughs> you know, I really get into it. And I'm, and I'm uh, you know, uh, I'm really talking, I'm giving him the whole voice, like the whole deal. And, and, I've, and I've realized what kind of freedom there is in that. And, and, I, and I realize that he really thinks of me. He, he put me in radio because he knew what it would be for my heart, um, which I never would have known in a billion years in spite of overcoming what it took to get on the radio as far as my own fears and all those kind of things, what it has done for my heart and my life to be the voice, which, you know, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is, or certainly the book is the Song of Solomon, but one of the coolest things at the very end of the eighth chapter, the, the beloved, in other words, here's the bridegroom, this is Jesus. And what's the last thing that he says to the bride? which I think is critical for all of us to hear, let me hear your voice, right? And, and so when, when I'm praying, I'm thinking, man, I'm going to have to do a lot more of that. So I, there's my, my, my two cents. <laughs> well, you're saying that. It, it's funny that one of the people I've wanted to be more like is Robbie. And finally God got tired of me saying that and – he said, no, I want you to be Jim. I've got a Robbie. And then I was thinking, yeah, and one Robbie is plenty. But but it is often that we do compare ourselves with others, and that's what we want. And you guys, did I saw you looking up, I think I saw you looking up Implacable. 
during the break. So we'll let you give a better definition later. Mine's hazy. But I pursued knowledge for many years, and I really was geeky enough that I was reading dictionaries and encyclopedias, and I made the mistake of sharing that with my brother, so you're going to hear more that more often than you want to. But I learned about 30 years ago, which was less than half my life ago, so it seems fairly recent, that the pursuit of knowledge is not that important. We need to be pursuing wisdom, and it doesn't take a great brain to do that. And I thought I had a great brain, and I used to take a lot of pride in that, but after losing my keys today and my phone twice, one time it was in my back pocket and my pocket knife and it's something else I couldn't find that now I've forgotten about. My brain's getting kind of soft and that's okay because I've got God and that's enough for any of us. And anybody that can see themselves through God's eyes First of all, you're seeing a true picture because that's what you're going to be for eternity. And you are perfect in his eyes, thanks to what Jesus did for us. So all of us are perfect and all of us are unique, not very unique. That's two words you shouldn't use together, but you hear all the time on the radio. But we're all unique and we're all the way God made us and we're all perfect and Sam can't wait to jump on me for that, so I'm going to let go now. Yeah, it is a very <laughs> unique opinion, and so I'm very happy with that. <clears throat> you know, for me, the way God's been coming after me th- this this year is different. It's through the word of the year. Ironically, I was not a proponent of the word of the year. Robbie was the champion of it. I was a complacent per- participant. You know, it's like all right, I have to have a word, you know, and I, and God makes me keep the same word for a couple of years. You guys have heard that before because I just didn't do anything with it. He's like, okay, you're not getting away from the word. And so this year, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I took it in and I said, okay, God, I'm going to walk with you in this. And it's the word talents, you know, and he's challenged me not to hide, um, not to step back. You know, there's times that I know God's called me into leadership or called me into a situation that I really didn't want to do. And so I'd shy away from it, you know. And so this year I've been stepping into those opportunities. And I think at some point on the other side of it, he'll have a name for me. But what I'm really enjoying right now in the midst of it is as I step into these things that I feel like he's calling me to do, I'll, you know, I'll get an opportunity, I'll pray about it, and, and I'll go with what he says. And, and I'm finding just new passions, uh, new humbleness along the way, you know, he'd asked me, I'd gotten asked to participate in a ministry that the church I go to does with a food pantry and with a um, clothing free thing there to, to help lead some of the stuff in it. And uh, I prayed about it. God said, yeah. And I spent the last two Saturdays there with the people who that is their passion and just how humbling it is and how grateful I feel to be a part of something that they're doing. You know, just a small part. I was packing boxes last week for the, the people coming in and just the humbleness of thank you for letting me serve in this way, you know, and awakening some things in me that I never knew were there. Not that I didn't have compassion for people that needed things, but in a totally different way. And so, you know, for me, he, he I know he's going to have an identity part, a piece, a nugget. Uh, but right now I'm just enjoying the ride and saying, okay, God, where are we going? 
Yeah, I've got a couple different things, but I think the time I was feeling pretty low as a father leader and things of that nature. And then the, the boot camp where Ben asked me to baptize him mm-hmm. was one of those things that, you know, however God orchestrated that to come into my life at that time was just one of the most uplifting things. Cause the first thing I was like, I can't do it. That's the very first thought that I had. I'm going to blow it. I'm not going to get it right. I'm not, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, just allowed God to kind of work with me. Again, I went back to, because the brute camp prior, I got my wound and I'm like, okay, because I was living in, okay, I am a son of God. That's, that's where I'm at. That's who I am. And I was trying to do as authentically as I could to live in that and not just say it, but actually mean it, feel it, live it and walk in that. And so I was like, okay, well, what do I need? I was like, I don't need to do anything. I just need to be myself, let it come, and just just have a baptism in front of all of you guys at the camp and have you guys participating in that was just wonderful. It was great for me to get to do that with my son and with the other men that I love there too. And just the way God came after my heart to just say, this is a moment that I I have for you. It was just a, a beautiful gift. Thank you. So you had a couple. What's the other one? Well, it was really the the camp prior where I got that wounding. I was I was just in a season of really praying and like, what do you have for me? What what is it that you see in me? Because I didn't I didn't want to go to the wound. I didn't want to go to my new name. I did wasn't it wasn't a place that I wanted to go. I was just more open to okay, God, I want I want to just listen in here and understand what you have for me. Where do I need to get some healing and restoration and basically he went down that path of well all those times when you were kind of felt ignored and all this kind of stuff is like you it's just like you just don't matter and it kind of he he put a lot of things into my memories of things that had happened that said this is what you were feeling you're just feeling like you don't matter but you do you're my beloved son that's very cool andy we got just a little bit of time you have something i guess uh one thing was when I got back from boot camp this time, I was talking to, it was, you know, there was a heavy emphasis on identity at the boot camp, and I was talking to my daughter and a friend of hers about um, identity. And we were talking about uh, one of her friends, Daniel, was, was having his birthday, and I was like, I gave him Danny's name, you know, God, uh, God is your judge. And then I started talking a little bit about my name my identity and strength and manliness and my and I said I never felt like I was but then I gave you know the the example of where he gave me my new man my daughter was like yeah I've always seen I see you as a very strong man and I just didn't ex- ex- expect to hear that from her there's more to it but uh, it was just it was cool that that how that worked out well, thank you Andy uh, thanks for listening. We hope that you'll join us next week. We're going to be talking, I think, about spiritual hear- hearing, if I could say it right. Go to maskonjourney.org. This is the Truth Network.